My name is Pete Foster, and it's my privilege to share a Lent devotion with you today. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Before David became a king, he was a shepherd. In fact, he was known as the Shepherd King. As a shepherd, his job was to guard and take care of his sheep. As a king, his job was to guard and take care of his people. In this psalm, David acknowledges that in this life and in the next, the Lord is the great shepherd who guards and takes care of him. In verses 1 to 3, David knew that he would never be in want because the Lord provided peace, rest and security, refreshment and well-being and spiritual restoration, so that David could follow the Lord and walk in a way that pleases his great shepherd. Verse 4 would have had deep meaning for David, which was especially encouraging during times of trouble, whatever that trouble was. These words bring amazing comfort when it seemed that there was no way out of the valley. So even in the direst moments in his life, and even at the end of his life, David knew that because of the Lord's presence, there was no need for him to fear any evil. The Lord's rod speaks of his authority and his staff, just like the shepherd's crook, is used to count his sheep, to support them, guide them, protect them and rescue them when they're in trouble. The table speaks of God's satisfying abundance and everlasting love, which not even enemies could take away. In Bible times, to be anointed denote God's blessing and serve three distinct purposes, a means of health and comfort, a token of honour or a symbol of consecration. David was overcome with the special honour God had afforded him. He was overwhelmed, his cup overflowed. This tongue does not describe a relationship with someone who is distant, aloof or cares little about his problems. David acknowledged that the Lord is my shepherd. David had a personal living relationship with God, the great shepherd he speaks of in this psalm. David knew of a certainty that goodness and love would follow him all the days of his life, that he would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So how can this ancient psalm speak to us today? We too have this great shepherd who guards and takes care of us. He is the one who provides us with peace, rest and security, refreshment and well-being and spiritual restoration so that we can follow the Lord and walk in a way that pleases him. He is with us all in the trials and tribulations of life. There is no need for us to fear any evil because this shepherd is with us, even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He is the one in authority who knows us, supports us, guides us, protects us and rescues us when we are in trouble. He is lavish, generous and abundant in both his provision and love for us. We are exceedingly special to him, which reminds me of a children's chorus. I'm special because God has loved me, for he gave the best thing that he had to save me, his own son Jesus, crucified to take the blame for all the bad things I have done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for loving me so much 
I know I don't deserve anything. Help me feel your love right now to know deep in your, my heart that I'm your special friend. We can know of a certainty that this shepherd is not distant, aloof, or cares little about our problems. We can say the Lord is my shepherd, and we can know of a certainty that goodness and love will follow us all the days of our life, and that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But what about this shepherd in New Testament times, and how is he relevant to our day and age? John chapter 10, verses 1 to 18. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is a shepherd of the sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever come before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man who runs away because he is in a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. Just as the father knows me and I know the father and lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. There is so much we could say about this passage, but just let's think about a few things. This shepherd king is far greater than David. Jesus is the king of kings, our shepherd, our protector, our daily provider, our peace and rest, and, and our guide through every situation and circumstance. Jesus is the good shepherd who protects us, his sheep, from danger. In fact, he laid down his life for you and me. Jesus is the gate through whom we all must enter in order to be saved from the punishment we deserve for the sins we have committed. As we put our trust in him, we have been saved from the penalty of sin. We are being saved from the power of sin. And when we meet him face to face, we will be saved from the presence of sin. He has removed the fear of death because he died our death and he has authority over death and hell. The pasture this, pasture this good shepherd provides meets our physical, mental and emotional needs. And crucially, he meets our spiritual needs. Jesus came so that we may have life and have it to the full. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. According to Bible scholar Matthew Henry, God's anointing refers to blessings with the Holy Spirit for our entire lives, not only to meet our needs, but also so that our cup of salvation overflows. Jesus has gone ahead of us so we can have confidence that goodness and love will follow us 
all the days of our lives. And we will go to that place he has prepared for us in his father's house. Unlike shepherds in this country who drive their sheep, the shepherd in Jesus' time and our good shepherd only leads his sheep. He desires a personal living relationship with each one of us, but he will never force us into such a relationship. He calls us by name to lead and guide us. He asks us to listen to his voice and respond to his invitation to follow him. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with every good, everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.